Yo, 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 guys, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Marrow and SA Weekly. And today we have Myrtle Clark coming to join us to give us a little bit of an update on the Hayes Club and a bit of an update on the feedback from the oral presentations that uh, were given uh, earlier in the year. And that's the government feedback relating to those um, those presentations, basically on the, draw, on the proposed cannabis bills. Um, so yeah, that's going to be interesting to give you guys a little bit of a full in and a little bit of information and yeah dean what do you think we're going to hear today what are you expecting <laughs> um, I, well, I mean i've been following the hayes the hayes club quite closely so i'm keen to hear Myr- myrtle's thoughts I, I unfortunately wasn't able to follow it when it when it took place you know mm. in court just the other day but i do want to i'm always keen to hear what myrtle has to say and then it will be also very interesting to to hear some thoughts related to the feedback on the feedback of the draft bill <laughs> yeah hundred <laughs> yeah. percent uh, then I think without uh, further ado, I think I'm going to bring Myrtle in. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs> uh, we're going to jump straight in and find out from you what's been going on with the Hayes Club at the uh, High Court. It's been quite a big week. It has. It's been a very, very big week. Um, uh, Fields of Green for All has, unfortunately, has is going through a little bit of a financial crisis. So uh, we had lined up for for Charles to be at court uh, with mm. some of our Cape Town supporters on Monday morning, but then on Friday morning before the case, um, Ricky Stone, um, our favourite. Um, uh, our favorite greenest lawyer or brother green mm-hmm. for short, um, got hold of us and said that we, uh, can't we live stream the, the trial somehow? So mm. I said, well, it's Friday already, you know, we don't really know anybody who's got the know-how and the, so he found a, a film crew in Cape Town, but it was going to be about 25,000 rand to, oh my to live stream the day. So we just thought, uh, and then I just thought, well, I wonder if, you know, Ricky couldn't do a little whip around. Mm. Um, so that's what he did, and um, there was a, a certain very private rabbit in Cape Town, um, a place that operates very privately that uh, we can't mention, mm. uh, and Grow One Africa, uh, Quibus and his team, and then some people called Rawn Consultants, who uh, who I, I don't know who they are, but very generously the 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 three of those um, businesses got together, and we could fly Joanne down on Sunday. Nice. So we quickly got everything together, box full of equipment, a bit of a briefing, <laughs> and um, and Joe and Charles went to court on on uh, Monday. But unfortunately, that high court, you know, it's an ancient, ancient building, and there's mm. just no signal inside. Oh wow! And we didn't mm. think to get like a a, a, root, a router with like a huge long cable or something yeah. to go and get outside oh, yeah. of the road out the window. <laughs> yeah, so they were very frustrated. But Ricky had sent um, an attorney from Cullinan and Associates. Uh, thank you very much to to them as a as a law firm for sending Hercules. So the first thing in the morning he went because Ricky had written a letter on behalf of Fields of Green for permission to to film slash live stream. And first thing about half past eight, the judge granted us um, permission. So that was just great. Yeah. Although we couldn't live stream. Mm, so the, yeah. all, the whole proceedings from the whole day are on our YouTube channel. We've got to apologize a little bit about the sound, but we will be putting the, the, the important bits out as shorts. 
Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, the the long and the short of it with the Hayes Club, you know, if you if you watch it, I can't. There were so many little snippets of it that you could hold on to that it's, I can't really go into all of them here. But the bigger picture is, they were running the Grow Club, they got busts. Um, you know, we we always encourage people not to go into too much detail about how they got bust or who bust them or whatever. And that was over two years ago. And um, so, you know, these legal things take long. So now they are in the high court. Yeah. Um, but one must always remember that there's a very strict separation between the, the courts and parliament. So this case is looking at whether they were breaking the law in terms of the privacy judgment by having members who they would grow their weed for them. Mm. But the police, it, right in the beginning, they their founding affidavit was particularly well written, which took us all by surprise coming oh, from wow. our government. Um, and uh, so, so that was, it shook us all a little bit, not that we agreed with, with what they said, but they were quite mm. up with the whole thing with dealing. Mm. So mm. then when their advocate was speaking, it was dealing, 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 dealing. And that mm. goes all the way back to the Davis judgment, Jeremy and Gareth's Davis judgment back in March 2017, where Judge Davis said, right there in black and white that dealing still remains a can't remember how you describe it but like a large social ill you know something is yes. very damaging to our society this whole thing with dealing mm. so that is pivotal to the case um you know money money changing hands and all of that we we've always said since the beginning that they broke the cardinal rule of advertising that's why I'm saying that the you know I'm not even acknowledging the name of the private club that gave us money. Mm. Um, so, to me, it, uh, Joanne and Charles said that it was it was feeling very positive, mm. Mm. but these things where the separation of the the court and the and the parliament so important because the court cannot be seen to be dictating what the regulations are and the formations of clubs has got to do with regulations set down by parliament it hasn't got to do with law mm. and there's no law for them to clutch onto so that's what worries me about the judgment i don't think we're going to get it two months at the absolute minimum we're going to have to wait i'm not surprised i wouldn't be surprised if they don't make us wait till the end of the year for, for mm. the judgment because yes. i should imagine for that particular judge it's quite difficult yeah. because they can't say to the to parliament you have to allow clubs yes. they can only say to parliament that the hayes club were within their rights in terms of the privacy judgment so yeah. i hope that, that explains it yeah. yeah, I mean, and this this judgment that comes out the, the repercussions. If it, uh, what's the what's the ramifications? I mean, it could be amazing or it could be an absolute travesty. Yes. Well, I don't think Depending. that one should. Yeah, I don't think one should stress oneself out too much about the judgment because, in my opinion, <laughs> um, uh, it it can go either way. Okay, because of this court parliament separation thing. Um, 
or because of the blatantness of it or something. I don't know. There's many, how many plants? You never know. Mm. Yes. Um, but if it, either way that it goes, I wouldn't be surprised if the government don't waste our time and appeal if we, if it's in our favor or mm. in, in his mm. club's favor. Um, and, and I'm sure that if um, it's in the government's favor, there might be, the, their legal team might, might take it to constitutional court. It is a constitutional issue. So I should imagine that any appeal would go straight to the constitutional court. And when I think, you know, when it's something as, as basic and fundamental as a private social club, I think that that's wasting the court's time. Mm -hmm. Yes, and and it really is. I mean, imagine we've got to drag this all the way to the constitutional. Court. We've got to have those twelve judges sitting there. Do you know how yeah. much those judges get paid? Yeah, and yeah. you know, we all us in the peanut gallery are paying those judges' salaries. Yeah, so yeah. it's this, it's this cycle of time wasting and money wasting more than anything else, and and civil society ultimately because. I know that this whole case has cost Neil and his family dearly, yes. dearly. Yes. Um, you know, not in, uh, not only in terms of of, of um, financially, but you know, psychologically and everything. And I do have a feeling that it is going to drag out to the constitutional court. So Jeez. we have this whole this whole cycle of not being heard. You know, as as the cannabis community. We are the child who were uh, the, the, the adults who were never heard by our parents because the government are kind of like our parents. Okay. Mm. And then, so if a child isn't heard by their parents, that child is going to pay very dearly later on in life. They're going to have all sorts of problems with their relationship. Mm -hmm. So that's what's going to happen to us because they're not hearing our evidence. And the thing is, that if you don't hear the evidence, me sitting here as an activist, okay, there's nothing I can do. There's no evidence to show that you must listen to the evidence. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> so you just get stuck. And then I end up being this angry white middle-aged woman, you know, <laughs> getting That's just so frustrated with this cyclical thing. If they will yeah. just stop and listen, Mm. And present their evidence too. You know, we're in a democracy and we just want to present our evidence. I mean, we've had it ready since 2017 and we've even made it better. It's a, it's a gazillion times better than it was in the trial of the plant. Yeah, it's, it's so frustrating when it's, when yeah. you're, you're fighting to legalize something and it's like this. I saw, I, I mentioned this on a show a while back, but I watched a video on YouTube where someone ate like a giant jar of gherkins and they died and it's just like that's legal you know like that's just like humans are like we're responsible for our own our, our own decisions and yeah. uh, it's like there's things like that that are that are legal and and many other things that are way worse all the pharmaceuticals and the chemicals and the exactly. yeah and then yeah. this cannabis is put in this like strange place just because of a pre-existing stigma and, and the history of it yeah it's very incredibly the thing frustrating. Is with the, with the um, emerging legal cannabis market, mm. um, uh, we, we, we've also got at the same time fight with everything that we've got to ha hang on to our cannabis legacy that we've had for hundreds of years. Mm. Yes. Um, and I think that that's where 
the intersection of, of what we do at Fields of Green and what you guys do uh, at Maron SA and it's kind of what we do on the Hotbox show mm. and what all of our affiliates do is we're working very hard to, to, to hang that together because that is the future. The mm. future is not some SARPA license facility with their Frankenweed. It's mm. not. Mm. <laughs> the future, you know, they're busy. It's been said in Parliament now that they're busy flooding the legacy cannabis market with their what I call Frankenweed. Mm. And you know, mm. that was that was very interesting. Maybe some of your your viewers don't know about this, but we had a um, a feedback session with the parliamentary committee last yes, Tuesday. Yes. Yes. Um, and that was about the amendments to the bill. And the amendments was basically three. They wanted to integrate the commercialization, which will never work because it's the privacy bill, you know. Yes. Whatever. That's <laughs> yes. what, uh, okay. And then the second one was to um, to grant special permission to the Christophari Church to get licenses for them because they're so important and much more important than the other 20 million users of cannabis in South Africa. And the Rastafari themselves, save for a few very militant organizations, but the, by far the, the majority of the Rastafari organizations who spoke, spoke out against that. They said, mm, we no, don't wow. want to be your tokens, you mm, know? Yes, yes. And then the third, thing was, mm. the third thing was how to solve the conundrum of cannabis as medicine and actually growing your own medicine. So they were, uh, it was just three really lame amendments. So we all said our thing, said the same thing over and over, and then they came with their feedback. And in the feedback was Ricky Stone uh, from Imsum Vrubu Pharma Support Network, and he said in Parliament, your licensed facilities are causing our farmers in Ponderland to starve because yes. they are flooding the legacy market with their weed. And the, I mean, there's some farmers in Ponderland that haven't sold any weed for 18 months. They're wow. sitting on all the stock because of, of this issue. And we were all, we weren't expecting Ricky to say it. Mm -hmm. you know, Paul Michael and I had been speaking and, um, and we were wondering whether we should say it. And, and I thought, well, it's not really my place, you know? Yes. And then Ricky just came out with it. So that's really great. Um, and just generally on the bill, so that your viewers know, is that um, we continue to condemn it, every single word, we continue to reject all of their eight years were in jail for having no too many plants. Yes. We reject their plant counting completely. Who's going to count my plants? Mm. Who comes to count my bottles of whiskey? So mm. if you go back on the various blog posts you've written and uh, social media and whatever, you'll be, you can trace the history of this bill. And it's that same cyclical thing with the evidence. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Merzel, where can uh, our viewers find a little bit more uh, information and how can they help support? Well, um, you know, at Fields of Green, we have our uh, green net, the Green Network. Um, and there we have members. Uh, we've got f uh, quite a few hundred members who, uh, in exchange for 49 rand a month, they get uh, preferential treatment, special tickets to events, they get uh, preferential news and they um, are on our telegram group and there's quite a lot of networking between those people so that's our green network members mm -hmm. and then we also have an affiliate program which is really the backbone um, of of our day-to-day -day expenses 
So um, a normal affiliate costs 995 rand a month, and we always uh, translate that into that's two bags of weed. Mm. So you could have, you know, just get greenhouse this month and, um, and not so much indoor and <laughs> um, 995 a month in 2022 is uh, not that much. And mm. then in, in exchange for that, um, we will have a look at your business and see how we can interact and always, always mention our affiliate companies, prefer preferential blog posts, so social media posts. We highlight your events, your specials mm. you might be having on your website. Um, so that's that's basically all that is keeping Fields of Green um, going at the moment. We do mm. have a big plan afoot uh, because of what uh, a mess everything is in the cannabis industry. We have no choice but to keep going mm, because yes. with all due respect for my colleagues and all the other cannabis activists around South Africa, there's, there's nobody else doing it um, in the same on the same level as us 100%. there's all sorts of people doing it on other levels but our level i think is is somewhat unique because we also have our international connections and we had yeah. a big zoom meeting last night um all to do with the access to restricted medicines and all of that and you know cannabis always comes up so it's really important for us to participate in those conversations too so in order to keep going 49 rand a month and you become part of our amazing networking and then 995 a month and you become one of our affiliate companies and give a chance to to actually change the law and make history yeah and us as a business we can 100 vouch for it as an affiliate we do always feel the love and uh we very much appreciate everything you guys do and yeah thank you so much for coming on and sharing uh sharing an update today thanks, thanks so much i always look forward to our chats Yes. And you have a great uh, <laughs> Thursday evening and we'll chat soon. Chat cool. soon. Oh, hey. <laughs> Lots going on. I think every time Mert comes on, we realize there's so much other things happening in the industry that, you know, a lot of people aren't even aware about. And yeah, I mean, we also, I think uh, as a business are, are firm believers of the work that the fields of green have mm. done. So we have been, you know, as long as, we, as much as we can, we've also been, you know, working on the affiliates and, uh, and, and assisting where we can, because they do do really good work. And also didn't mention, but they also run the arrest hotline, which is, uh, you know, if you mm. are having some trouble with the law, they always have someone available that you can speak to, uh, to help you get the right information as well. Yeah, that's uh, Charles Manning then uh, spoke with Myrtle briefly uh, uh, this week and she says it's, it's not it's not gone. Like arrests are flying in left, right and center. I think as people are getting a bit more brazen, um, the police are just getting more opportunity uh, to rain on the parade um, and do more wrongful arrests and you need to know what to do in those situations. So guys, we highly recommend supporting the Fields of Green. Uh, it, it's worth every penny as a business if you do the uh, affiliate and if you want to join the Green Network, it's also a massive, massive uh, um, benefit and it's really, you know, you get the, the, the preferential treatment, which is always, it's always nice in 2022 to get some preference. Um, <laughs> but yeah, interesting stuff today. I mean, Dean, just your, your, your outlook on the Hayes Club. I mean, are you, have you got a hope in mind for something? Yeah, I think there's a lot uh, <clears throat> riding on the Hayes Club, you know, and I think a, a lot, a large portion of the industry that's operating right now in a more professional manner is looking at the Hayes Club because, you know, it's a, 
it's uh, the first club that's mm. been kind of the first, uh, one of the early onsetters of the club model, but a club nonetheless. Mm. And, you know, the industry continues to boom on the club side, whereas some are suffering because of it. And I think that the, they um, obviously taking it, taking it further and fighting on the side of the cannabis industry, you know, and, you know, hopefully we hope we're all hoping for a good outlet because I think that will lay precedent to allow the, the the model of the of the club environment to further take hold within South Africa. So I think it's a massive deal for everyone in the industry, not just for the Hayes Club themselves. Mm, right. I mean that 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 the the burden that they must be going through in terms of just getting um that having to go through something like that. It's uh, it's absolutely awful. Uh, I send my full condolences for that. Uh, that's yet yeah, scary, scary stuff. And lawyers aren't cheap, and uh, representation isn't cheap. And like living in in like the unknown for yeah, all that something stress, wrong, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> It's and I mean, ridiculous. I personally had had a chance to, uh, you know, we uh, Neil interviewed me for his uh, podcast, which he does on Spotify, Afri- African Gold. And I got to spend like quite a few, you know, we met on a good few occasions. It's the first mm. time. He's a really solid, cool individual, you know. So I really feel for them having to be the people to to do this. But once again, they haven't laid down and just taken it. You know, they've uh, they've <clears throat> they've really pushed hard on on getting a good case together. They've got a good team. And once again, I, I think a lot of people are really wishing them positive results mm. right now within mm. South Africa. Now, guys, on that note, make sure to support the Fields of Green. If you don't know what a Dacha private club is or a private club, check out our video on our channel, uh, How to Start a Cannabis Private Club. We've got one of the uh, leading uh, cannabis lawyers to talk to us a little bit about that and amongst other, other information on our YouTube channel about growing cannabis and cannabis in South Africa in 2022. And we've been going for a few years. So there's actually cannabis 2021, 2020, uh, 2019, and all before that. So, guys, <laughs> that's, uh, that's all from us for this week. I hope you guys enjoyed. Make sure to like and subscribe. Check you guys next week. Peace, Peace guys. <laughs>